The Smart Start Money Podcast. If the subject is about money and life or questioning the so-called experts on the subject, we open the conversations. Welcome to this episode of the Smart Start Money Podcast. My name is Eric Flynn. Today, I'm going to be talking about electric cars. Will buying an electric car save you money? When it comes to saving money, buying an electric car may be something that you're considering. But is it really worth the money for the possible savings? Stick around for today's podcast episode, and I'm going to talk about electric cars and are they actually going to save you any money? Today's podcast episode, I really wanted to look at electric cars. The prices do seem to be coming down on some models of electric cars. However, it it doesn't look as though a majority of consumers have quite bought into the idea of something less than a gasoline or a diesel engine. For someone looking to get out of debt or save money, an electric car might appear to be a good purchase. Spending much less on gasoline could potentially put more money back into the pocket of a driver. This is especially the case when gas prices are up. Today, the gas prices are pretty much low compared to a lot of times in the past. But are we still, are we really at a point with the prices going down on electric cars? Are we really at the point where it makes sense to convert over to a pure electric mode of transportation? There are many differences in opinion on making an electric car purchase to save money. Nevertheless, I am in the opinion that electric cars are just not where they need to be in order for me to want to buy one. And I have some reasons on why going electric, completely electric when it comes to your vehicle doesn't quite make sense yet. One of these big reasons for me is obviously the the cost of an electric car. The initial price for a new electric car is estimated to that buying an electric car can cost around $10,000 more than a comparable gas model. And this is, of course, comparing a, a new model automobile. Buying new in most circumstances doesn't make sense for most people in the first place when it comes to buying a car. If you have the cash to buy new and are in a position to do so, you just need to be aware it will cost more for the initial purchase of an electric car compared to a similar model that runs on gasoline. Drivers of electric cars are more likely, believe it or not, to to lease them. But leases are, again, they're, these are a bad idea for almost everyone. And I do have an article on smartstartmoney.com talking about the, the downfall of leasing an automobile. They really are just for, for about no one. I mean, in very few circumstances does it make sense to, to lease. Doing it ends up, you end up paying more for a car than it would have to cost to, to purchase one. The real issue with a lease is the savings for purchasing an electric car really don't start until about 50,000 miles are put on it. Leasing a car for three years, there really won't be much savings. It may look that way on the surface, but total all of the costs and it's just not there. And I have a few examples here of the costs of purchasing a new electric car in 2019. 
And this is from the, the site Edmunds. Now, a Hyundai, a Hyundai Kona had a manufacturer's suggested retail price of $36,450 to $44,650. Whereas a comparable Tesla model, at Tesla Model 3, you're looking at a cost of $35,000 to $58,000. A comparable gasoline-powered car can be purchased for, for much less, much less money. Just as an example here, a Honda CRV has a manufacturer-suggested retail of $24,350 to $34,150. With a Toyota Camry, it's $23,845 to $34,600. Prices of electric cars are slowly, slowly coming down, although they have not yet gotten to the amount that it makes sense for a lot of people. And I do understand, sure, there are tax credits available sometimes that might make up part of the extra cost. Furthermore, there, there is a, a savings in gas, but it will take several years to make up the savings difference. Now, you might be thinking to yourself, well, if buying a new electric car is so expensive, maybe it makes better sense to buy a used one just like it does a gasoline-powered automobile. It's cheaper to buy a used one. And depreciation is, it is a real issue with buying just about any automobile. Most electric cars, you need to know, depreciate even faster than ones that run on gasoline. This is a real factor with both buying new and used. Unless purchasing a highly collectible car, any other category depreciates at a rapid rate. The gas-powered car will depreciate much slower in most cases than an electric car. At resale time, it's going to make a big difference. The reason electric cars fall in value more than a gas vehicle is they are not highly desirable as being used. Also, battery life starts to diminish on a used electric car. Once the batteries need replacement, it can be very costly as much as $5,000 or more. When the cost comparisons are made in favor of an electric vehicle, it does not appear that depreciation is often taken into consideration. All cars will typically go down in value as they age, but you need to know electric ones fall even further. Now, with maintenance, there is a real valid argument to electric cars being less expensive to maintain because when you think about it, there's no oil to change or spark plugs that had to be replaced. Also, things like timing belts and head gaskets won't have issues either. Brakes will also often last longer due to the electric motor slowing the car down. However, things like wiper blades and tires, they're still going to need to be replaced on your electric car. The issue with the maintenance of an electric car that I believe not many people talk about is if there is an issue with your electric car, it's not going to be cheap to get it repaired. The problem is a majority of mechanics that are mom and pop shops work mostly on gas-powered cars. There may be some that will work on electric cars. However, they will not have the experience and knowledge in most cases a mechanic at the dealership has for your electric car. 
the truly knowledgeable mechanics for electric vehicles will most often be at the dealership. If you have ever compared the costs of maintenance at a dealership to an independent mechanic, you know there can be a big difference here. Dealerships, when it comes to maintaining a car, almost in all cases, charge more money than your corner mechanic. I've even spoken to a few independent mechanics about working on electric vehicles, and they've commented that it's not a skill that is quite yet widely learned. Batteries are another issue. As I previously mentioned, when the batteries go in an electric car and need to be replaced, it it costs a lot of money. This should not be a really big concern because most of the electric car batteries are made to run at least eight years and 100,000 miles. They, They did not really just fail, but their range is slowly reduced as the electric car ages. As the battery gets older, an electric car cannot be driven as far as it once could. Weather is also a factor for battery life in electric cars. If you live in an extremely hot or cold climate, the life of an electric car battery can be even less than normal use. And this is something that should be taken into consideration if you're thinking about purchasing an electric car. Being that I am almost always in favor of buying a used vehicle, the battery degrading in an electric car and the reduced range over time is it's a real deterrent on why I wouldn't want to buy an electric car. And according to plug-in cars, some owners of the Nissan Leaf are already reporting battery power loss with just 30 to 40,000 miles on their car. And personally, I've always considered a car just broken in when it hits about 50,000 miles. With an electric car battery already starting to lose power at such low mileage, it shows that the range on a charge will indeed decrease over time on these electric cars. Although electric car proponents say the batteries last for 100,000 miles or more, the miles it can be driven start to diminish over time with a comparable gas vehicle it will still keep going the distance it needs to drive with higher mileage. Range is another factor for electric cars. Electric cars, they have come a long way with the range they can drive without needing a charge. The Chevy Bolt is said to get 238-mile range with an average of a 240-volt 9-hour charge. This should handle any normal commute to work and around town, but what if you need to drive farther? There are more charging stations that seem to be popping up around the country, but if the need comes up to drive a long distance, there's an issue because you're going to have to map out on where to pick up a charge along the way. The issue with the range of an electric car is the accessibility of charging it. For $200 to $700, a charging station can be installed at home, but what about having to drive, say, a thousand miles across the country? Charging stations are not readily available compared to a gas station. The freedom of being able to gas up just about anywhere is a big advantage to a gasoline-powered car. If an electric car is your only car and there's a need to have to drive a long distance, there is some planning involved with having charges along the way. Having just one vehicle as an electric one could create some real obstacles if the need arises to travel a far distance. 
This is going to cost more money out of pocket having to either rent a car or spend the money to fly. A gas-powered vehicle is more convenient with options. Uh, you know, it has more options as of right now. Now, it might not be long before an electric car is a good deal. I don't really believe they're the best deal right now, but they could be. At, it might not be long before they could be. Since more electric cars are starting to be produced, they are getting better. As technology is advanced, the range of electric cars is improving. This is in combination with the availability of more charging stations at some point will start to sway more buyers to purchase an electric automobile. Once these things occur and the initial price is to buy an electric car is more comparable to a gas-powered one, they'll probably begin to become more attractive and available as an option for people. Looking at the comparisons of an electric car compared to gasoline, there are savings on maintenance and, and fuel with an electric car, and I, I can't argue with that. Also, there can be tax incentives in some circumstances. Yet it seems at this time, there is almost a wash with the extra money it costs to purchase electric. It can take several years for savings to begin. Combine the unknown cost of maintenance with the resale value of electric cars, and there might not be much saved. If purchasing an electric vehicle seems like good savings, it might just be the case if you use one as a second car, running daily errands and commutes, an electric car might be a good option, but having a gas-powered car in the garage would still also be a need for most people. A better option might be to buy something like a hybrid. These are often a little more costly than conventional gas-powered engine, but there are some savings with still having gas convenience and range. What's your opinion? Uh, everything I have read in the last few years or so on electric cars always appears to claim there's a lot of savings. In spite of this, I don't quite buy into it yet. There is evidence on savings in, in gas and maintenance, but I'm not so sure about the total overall cost with depreciation and overall maintenance. Even as the technology and costs of having an electric vehicle make it a better choice, Electric cars may never completely replace the gas-powered ones. The reason for this is the oil and gas industry has a real stake in ensuring cars powered by traditional gasoline stay on the road. Thanks for listening to the Smart Start Money podcast. If you like this podcast, please subscribe. You can also visit the website at smartstartmoney.com. Join me on the next podcast as I talk about insider trading with the current news of many government officials seeming to just mysteriously unload a bunch of their, their stock before this coronavirus outbreak. I wanted to talk about insider trading. Join me on the next podcast episode as I take a look at the subject of insider trading.